Thank you so much for tuning in to the Millstone Locals podcast. And today we have a special guest who owns a training and uh, I can edit this. <laughs> I should have asked you more so what it was. Um, yeah. How would you like me to describe it? Who owns like a training company? Oh, or... Yeah. Fitness company. Okay, cool. All right. Mm, edit, edit. <laughs> Let's do that again. <laughs> Uh, hello, thank you so much for tuning in to the Millstone Locals podcast today. Today we have a special guest guest with us, Kieran, who um, we actually went to Rowan University together, studied exercise science, and someone who I have just always admired for his knowledge and his discipline. And I'm very excited for him to be on here and share a little bit about his story today and his business that he owns called Full Circle. And yeah, we'll hear more about him, his business, and kind of everything that's led up into this point for him and the population he serves now. So Kieran, I'll kick it off to you. If you just want to share a little bit about yourself and where you're located. Um, so I am located in South Jersey. So I uh, pretty much serve like the Burlington, Cherry Hill, Mount Laurel, uh, Morristown area. So it's like a pretty broad uh, <laughs> area, but um, I get people from all over. Um, and I currently work at the Burn Fitness Center, um, which is like a, it's, it's pretty old, but it's been established for so, such a long time. Um, so um, after a gym closure, I, I'll get into that later, but after a gym closure, I just moved, moved over there. Um, and honestly, I work with anyone from athletes to general population. So um, I've been in business for, I want to say it was close, about four years now, four years, mm -hmm. 2019 is when I started, so. Yeah. Wow. Did that fly by? I mean, you went through COVID too. So how did that oh my goodness. your business? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> COVID was interesting. Um, I started when I started in 2019, I, I kind of just had left a, uh, another fitness company. Um, they had their own LLC and I was working under someone and just, I all kind of disbanded, just went our own, own separate ways. Um, I had no idea what I was going to do with the company when I first started. Uh, I knew I wanted to work with athletes because I previously had worked with athletes at the facility I was at uh, before. Uh, it was actually the um, Morristown Fieldhouse. So that place mm. is huge. So it's yeah. soccer fields and things like that. There's PT. Uh, then it was a um, training facility inside there as well. Um, mm. So I worked there for a year, maybe two years. Um, but that kind of turned me on to the athlete side. Uh, before that, I was working with general population. So now I'm working with both populations. Um, but during COVID, I think that was a, the, the toughest time because I really had to take a look at Bear and um, think about what I was going to do with the company, whether I was going to mm -hmm. continue on or find something else to do. Um, and it was working around the restrictions. I think that was the hardest thing was working around the restrictions that were given to us. So, mm -hmm. you know, how many people could you have? Uh, could you be in a building? Did you have to wear the mask? Um, you know, indoors, outdoors, that kind of thing, and making sure that, you know, I, I wasn't really sure if the masks were going to hurt people in the long haul because we're mm. looking, uh, trying to look at data and see, see and look around that, you know, when these people are exercising, if that mask is going to hinder, uh, you know, their breathing and things like that. So it was almost yeah. sometimes like you were hyperventilating. Like I could, I could barely figure it out. So I had to kind of try it out for myself, working out the mask and yeah. it was tough to, to navigate. Um, you know, the fitness world during that time, you know, it's a lot of Zooms, a lot mm. of Zoom uh, workouts and um, writing a lot of workouts out, body weight programs, that kind of stuff. Um, 
But, you know, once all the restrictions were lifted, it was pretty much, you know, hit the ground running um, and just, you know, start from ground zero pretty much again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wild times, but you survived it. And I feel like you've probably grown more resilient as a business and as a person through that experience because it taught you so much about adaptability and like knowing that you could still make it work, but it had to be different than you would have originally done it or maybe had to oh, be yeah. creatively creatively and like, all right, I'm going to do this on Zoom. Never done this before, but we're going to make it happen. So yeah, that's that's awesome. That's And like not a lot of businesses made it, you know, some of like a good amount of businesses had to close. So the fact that you like made it through that and were resilient through that is, is awesome. Um, you talked about athletes and that being one of the populations that you work with. What about athletes do you enjoy? Like, yeah. What about athletes do you enjoy? I, th I think it's, it's very, um, athletes are very dynamic and, and they understand that there's a goal. They have a goal at, at the end of the day, obviously is to perform better. Mm -hmm. Um, so I always like the drive of athletes. Uh, I was always pretty much an athlete throughout, actually still an athlete now. Um, so there's always a drive. There's a goal. There's it's, performance is the goal and just mm -hmm. being the best that you could be day in and day out. Um, and achieving that, um, any, by any means necessary, pretty much. So, um, in and out of the, the weight room, that kind of thing. So, you know, whether it's eating and things like that, or lifting weights, or even, I guess, just co being coached. So, you know, mm -hmm. learning how to be coached. Um, I find that, uh, a lot of these, these kids don't really strength train as much as they used to. So, mm -hmm. I was going through high school. Um, I basically had a mentor and my head coach, football coach. Um, he taught us how to lift and things like that. But I see a lot of high schools and, um, you know, middle schools and things like that getting away from, you know, that kind of training. They kind of leave it up to private trainers if you can afford one. If not, they mm -hmm. don't really allow the coaches to do that kind of stuff anymore. So, um, yeah, it, it, oh, it's almost like a... Uh, I feel like I want to be the role model for some of these kids as well. So that kind of, you know, brings me back to a place where, you know, I want to give back to people as well um, and have them be able to, you know, take the tools that I give them from middle school, high school, whatever, and they could bring that beyond. Um, I still have kids now that will report back that, you know, they're ahead of schedule because of the things that they learned. So. Hmm. Nice. that's awesome yeah that's really rewarding it sounds like oh yeah yeah <laughs> um with the because you mentioned like wanting to coach these athletes and um them not necessarily having mentors or even coaches in their life that really pour into them or invest into them so what are some of the things that you teach them that translate to the weight room and outside of the weight room like what are some of the key principles you focus on or just the the habits you're helping them instill outside of the gym? Uh, I would say being disciplined, um, you know, making sure that they are doing anything, everything they're supposed to do. So, you know, whether it's sleeping, um, you know, they're working on their personal relationships, stress, how to handle some of the stress that, that's given to them. I think um, social media nowadays is huge, um, you know, with their stressors, uh, believe it or not, um, you know, going through high school, I did, there was no TikTok, there was no, and I feel like a lot of kids put that kind of stuff out there and mm -hmm. it can be stresses, believe it or not. So, you know, they 
feel as though um, they're not where they should be because their friends committed, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, you need to focus on you and focus on what you're doing on a day-to-day to get yeah. better, whether it's in the weight room, out of the weight room, uh, just being adaptable to any situation too. Not everything's going to go your way, um, mm. you know, throughout life. And honestly, um, just having fun. I, I think they kind of got away from having fun because everybody's so focused on being division one, division one, or, you know, mm. um, you know, I'm not here yet on their timeline. Um, you know, yeah. everybody wants to squat 500 pounds and, you know, move <laughs> this, move that, do this, you know, that's the things that they envision because they see other people doing it. Mm. Um, but I said, you know, you got to start from focus again, focus on you from ground zero, you know, work on things and uh, really just essentially have them be in tune with themselves. If that, if that makes sense too. Um, yeah. Yeah. So those are a few things. I mean, I, I'm not sure if I touched on everything, but <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's, it's such a broad, broad spectrum with, with these kids. And I try to just teach them things that I um, learned in high school and learned throughout college. Um, you know, so depending on where they're at, I, I try not to give them too much. So I'm not telling a middle school kid what I'm doing <laughs> in college because they're not there yet. But um, yeah, I could tell them, you know, the things I was doing and the things I wish I did. And, mm. you know, the information that I know, I just give them that information and kind of allow them to explore and, you know, um, take their own journey to, you know, where they need to be or, you know, how, however they're going to get there. Um, everybody's going to interpret your information different. So. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, I like that you talked about having fun because I think something that I very much enjoy about following you on Instagram is like the interaction that you have with your clients and with these athletes, <laughs> like you're always, you know, making jokes or like, you know, asking if they died and just like really funny ways that you yeah. engage with them. Um, cause I think that just speaks to like the relationship you have with these kids and like the way that you look at life and your perspective on life is like, you know, you can't take it too seriously all the time. Yeah. There's, a, there's a time and a place, but um, yeah, talk like that element of having fun. Is that something that has just been a part of like your personality or would you say that there's elements of that for you as you grew up as an athlete and what did that look like? I think it was all, so fortunately for me, I was able to, when I was, you know, doing strength conditioning or, you know, lift sessions in high school, I was around my teammates. And for me, that was like time away to work on myself um, mm -hmm. and build confidence almost. Like I was a heavy set kid up until eighth grade. Mm -hmm. So going into high school was intimidating. And I feel like you, you built a better relationship with your teammates um, in the weight room. And, you know, there were people in there that really took it serious. But we had fun at the same time. So like we would throw on CDs and, you know, <laughs> this is back before like, you know, all the crazy Bluetooth stuff that we have now, but it was like <laughs> making CDs, throwing the CDs in and you're like, you know, working out to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, coach would write something on a board, we would do it. And then we would pretty much try to challenge each other more so. Um, mm. But that was fun. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, we would go out, we had competitions during the spring, um, you know, lifting, we do like little drills, tug of war, that kind of stuff. Like I, I felt like that was, that was fun. Um, yeah. Nowadays, like they kind of get away from that. It's just always about competing, competing, competing. Um, and 
you know, sometimes you just have to have that fun. So I'll have them, you know, do certain games and things like that sometimes. Um, you know, if they're not good at something, I, I kind of have them understand, like, listen, I wasn't the greatest at everything. You know, I, was, I wasn't able to hold a plank very long. Um, so now it's like, you know, I said I was shaking like a leaf in the wind sometimes when I held a plank <laughs> for over 30 seconds. So I was like, listen, like, you can't take yourself too serious. Um, yeah. It's not always serious. Like, you can enjoy yourself, have fun in the weight room, crack jokes, like, at the end of the day, it's almost like I'm, I'm like, I'm like their friend, I'm their coach. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot about communication. Like if they can, they just see you as this macho, sometimes you won't get the most out of them. So I feel like, you know, having mm. these conversations with them, be like at the same, I, I'm serious, but at the same time, like we can have fun and, and make things enjoyable. So it's, it's not like a, uh, you know, I have to go lift today and everything's like, it's, <laughs> it's more like, you know, he's a person, I'm a person at the end of the day, and I want them to understand, like, you know, I'm a person, I like to enjoy myself, but at the same time, it's, you know, when it's time to work, it's time to work, when you get underneath the bar, whatever, you're lifting something, it's time to work, but, you know, in between the sets, we, you know, we, we goof around every now and again, and stuff like that, so they, yeah. I, I like to believe that they have a good time, and um, that's what I want the, you know, training aspect to be for them, you know, to be for them, they're able to enjoy themselves, but at the same time, you know, they're working towards something, and, you know, mm. When they're in the middle of their sprints and things like that, they're expected to give their all. So, mm. and I yeah. think I get the most out of the athletes when, when, you know, you build that relationship with them. Um, where I used to just think it was just everything was like hardcore. Everything had to be hardcore. And then um, as I stepped away for away from that, I, I feel like I, I honestly did get the most out of them. Mm. That. That's Taking awesome. the the uh, more I, I don't want to call it gentle, but is a, a more hu human approach to mm. you know strength and conditioning definitely yeah yeah that's a that's a great balance to have yeah. of you know knowing and they have the expectation to know it's time to work and it's time now it's time to not work and have a little bit more fun and have a, a conversation after my work is done um, yep. that inter that interplay of like fun and hard work that's really important for them to know because then that teaches them the life skill too of processing through some stressful times and mm -hmm. building more resiliency in in the times where their life is hard but they can still find the joy and the fun in those in those times so that's awesome that's another life skill that you're that you're working on with them um you had mentioned uh you know kind of like not to take yourself too seriously and just like in the past you had focused more on like you know ri more rigid schedules and focusing on um maybe more like restrictive eating and things like that. Um, so in your life personally, like how, how have you changed in like what you used to believe about nutrition and fitness and then what you practice and how you live now in your life? I think I, I walked away from being super rigid with just food in general. So it wasn't all about no flavor and things like that. Like you can still achieve your goals, uh, mm -hmm. you know, having flavorful foods and different cuisines and things like that changing things up on a daily basis or a weekly basis um to achieve your goals i always thought it was you know chicken rice and broccoli you know asparagus and things like that and i thought that was the only things i could have mm. um since working with adults and uh even pretty super picky you know teenagers um <laughs> you know you learn to adapt and help them you know give them the tools to make better choices, but not have it be so rigid. 
um, to where they feel like they have to eat a certain way or, you know, they're not going to get what they need to get. And I thought that was always a uh, misconception from, you know, the fitness industry. Sometimes, you know, you have people telling you, you have to eat this way or, you know, you're not going to get here or, you know, vice versa. So um, for me, I think it was just learning how to be able to enjoy. So again, not taking yourself so serious. Like if I wanted to go out to dinner before I, oh my goodness, actually, this is right around the time I, I started prepping for um, my first of uh, the physique show, right? Mm -hmm. It was my grand, I think it was my grandmother's 60th or 65th, one of the two. Yeah. And, you know, it's catered and all this other stuff. And then here I come with it's Tupperware <laughs> and asked if I could heat this up in a microwave somewhere and I think oh it was like fish gosh. or something it wasn't even anything exciting I was like <laughs> like looking back on it, I was like that's ridiculous like there's you know close I don't know how many people were there maybe 50 to 60 people but yeah I'm coming I'm the only person coming in with like Tupperware and stuff like that I'm like it's not that serious like you know it's not going to completely derail me if I have something mm you know, different for a little bit. I could still make smart choices. There was still like a protein, you know, vegetable salad, that kind of stuff. It was just like, I was so hardwired just to do, you know, certain things that if I went off of that path, I felt like I was just going to, you know, backtrack so much. And that wasn't the case. And it really does take a toll on your mental um, health as well, um, mm. being that rigid. So I, I kind of get them to not be hyper-focused on you know, just eating this way, just training a certain way too. So um, yeah. I, I try to now enjoy life more so than, um, you know, through cuisines and, and different things, traveling, all that other stuff. So, you know, mm. before it was work, 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 and, you know, eat this way, do this this way, or it was a highway. But now I'm like, you know, kind of expanding and I'm still learning now um, mm. too. Um, the, I haven't taken time off. So, you know, there's yeah. things like that too. I, I tell these athletes and adults, you need a break. And I'm having trouble taking a break myself. <laughs> so, you know, because I, I want to be available to work and things like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have needs and wants too. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's hard, especially when you're like so invested. I mean, to your business, it's not yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. else's like you live, breathe, sweat. Like it is like an extension of who you are as a person. So to set that aside and not be thinking about it is is a discipline. I know right. from the past in my having my own business, it was like a taking that day off was just one or even like a half a day it was it, you're still thinking you're like ah like I could do be, I could be doing this for the business I could be helping this person I could be Correct. you know answering this text and yeah so I hear you the ongoing practice of like walking the walk and knowing also being like transparent that you're never going to be perfect and that's something Correct. I think yeah. people do need to hear especially with like social media like you might think that these people live these perfect lives or they're eating the perfect meals all the time but you don't see what happens, you know, maybe they secretly eat like ice cream every single night and that's okay, but they're not portraying, right. they're not putting that out there. So then when people see their Instagram and they see their physiques, it's like, oh, they must only eat the things that they're posting. So therefore I should do that if I want to look like them. And there's yeah. just so, so many lies like wrapped up in that, but um, yeah, 
anything else on that? Anything you want to add to that or? Uh, I, I think you pretty much nailed it too. Um, I, I think a, a lot of people get this, again, misconception by every, every health professional or, you know, even I, like I, I tell them about the food truck festivals that I go to and things like that. And they're like, you go to food truck festivals? I'm like, absolutely. Like, <laughs> what? Like, like that's one of my favorite things to do. Like, it, it's, you know, I, food fun, that kind of thing. You know, there's usually games and stuff like that that you can play too. Like, axe throw. I've done axe throwing at some of these places. I'm like, this is great. I get to have, you know, different foods and things like that. Like, again, it's not taking yourself too serious. Um, and again, some of these people that they follow too, um, they're like, oh, well, they eat like this. And I'm like, ah, secretly, you, you, you probably don't know. There's probably something going on behind closed doors as well. Like, mm. you know, they're probably going to food truck vessels like I do, but they don't <laughs> post it, you know, out yeah. there. So I'm like, you know, you'd be surprised at what some people hide, but I try to be a little bit more transparent with them, just have them understand that, like, you know, I do these things too. And I'm also, you know, a human at the end of the day. I'm not like a robot. So I don't just go through, all right, you have to eat this all the time. Like, it's not, you know, it's not a good way to live. Uh, yeah, so. definitely totally relate to that. Um, okay. So let's shift a little bit more into your business now. And, uh, I would love to hear how the name came about full for full circle. <laughs> so the funny part about this is, so it's essentially based off of that whole concept is mm -hmm. that I can do fitness, I can have fun and it, you know, I'm a, a human at the end of the day. I still socialize. I still do all of that. So it's like a full circle, like it, everything kind of comes full circle, you know, whether um, everything always goes back to food, sleeping, stress management, that, that kind of stuff. And, and it's like a constant just turning wheel. And I think that um, I think living the living full circle kind of, uh, I guess, model, mm -hmm. if you will, you can edit that out. But uh, full circle model or concept, if you will, is just understanding that, you know, again, you don't have to take yourself seriously. Um, there's so many different ways that you can do things and everybody's different. So the way I do things may not be the way somebody else is, is, going, is going to do it. But um, I, again, try to get them the tools to make their own decisions. So mm -hmm. for me, it was like living full circle, you know, being able to enjoy life, you know, do whatever you want to do. Um, but again, having the tools and understanding that like, you know, this is the research, this is, you know, whatever, but being a kid at the end of the day, I still like to have fun and, and go out and go explore and things like that. And, you know, um, whether it's the adults or the kids, you know, getting them to understand that it, again, it's, it's not that serious. Mm -hmm. Um, you can still perform well and, you know, hang out with your friends on a Saturday night or, you know, and go out and have fun and not have to. Um, take yourself away from like grandma's party that I decided <laughs> to bring Tupperware to. So, you know, so, you yeah. know, um, that's what it came from. It was literally just having that, like me being in college and really exploring what I liked as an individual and understanding that like, I didn't want to take everything so seriously. That's mm. what it was about. Like, and the same thing with relationships i took relationships so seriously and and mm -hmm. um you know uh 
I felt as though that I need everybody that I came across that was going to be in my life forever, you know? Mm. So, you know, it, and it's just coming to an understanding, you know, some things will work and some things won't. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think for me, I, I, this route was better than just doing just athletes. I know I'm an adult and an athlete at the same time. So I felt like working with both demographics was like perfect. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, tell us a little more about in what way you uh, practice athletics currently. <laughs> oh, I, I play football still. So full contact helmets, shoulder pads, everything. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's on the weekends. And again, <laughs> uh, being where I am now, luckily, I still, you know, am able to work out and do these, you know, kind of things on the weekends because, you know, college athletics took a toll, toll on my body as well and, you know doing the physique stuff and just constantly pretty much pounding your body I had to adapt to mm. a works work life and then trying to get around to practice and taking time to really still hone in on skills and, and drills mm. and things like that to get better yeah uh, but you know actually I have a, a game this weekend it's two hours away in Millersville oh wow so, where is that in New uh, Jersey? None, Pennsylvania. So oh. Millersville University in Pennsylvania. So I have to travel okay. two hours to go there. And wow. honestly, it's uh it's it's tough sometimes because you know it does take up your weekends, but I'm still like an athlete at heart. So mm. I wanted to continue on and and again show the kids that I'm still doing what I you know, <laughs> half of these things or 90% of these things. It's just the way that I'm doing it is just different than what, you know, what they're doing. Um, yeah. You know, I'm traveling to these games by myself, paying stuff out of pocket, but um, I'm still an athlete at the end of the day. So, you know, when they, they tell me like, you know, well, that was years ago. It's like, no, I'm still doing it. So <laughs> you know, I get to show them. And, and with the adults, it's like, you know, prioritizing certain things and making a schedule and making sure you make time for yourself to do what you need to do to, you know, achieve your goals. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's, that's great for them to see, especially as adults, because they might think like, oh, I'm too old to do that, or I could never yeah. you know, continue doing what I want to do. But yeah, for them to see you living that out is, is so powerful, just gives yeah. them social proof and the confidence to maybe even like look into a league of something that they used to play or see what's out there for them. Yeah, 100%. And I think there's a couple people, um, actually from Rowan that I've come across you know, I actually played with um, one of my teammates. I played with at Rome. Oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah. So I, I have one of those teammates and then another one from up north. I bumped into him. I played against him in a game. Huh. And, and, you know, it, it's like a it's almost like a brotherhood, too. So, like, you know, we do compete against each other, but there's quite a few people that you meet. And, you know, there's some good people out there, um, mm. you know, it still keeps that social aspect of it. And it, again, they don't you know, there's not a lot of people that take it so serious. We're not in the NFL. We're not getting paid millions of dollars. <laughs> we do compete. We do still play hard, but mm -hmm. we understand at the end of the day, we're, you know, this is not the NFL. It's not the AFL, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's not that. So yeah. it's to, you know, we're physically still able, we still want to. So mm -hmm. why not? Right. And it's yeah. out there. So it's organized football. So yeah. Oh, that's stuff. awesome. That's awesome. 
All right. Well, where can people find you to connect with you to follow along your journey, see the ways that you um, lightly torture your athletes and, <laughs> <laughs> and the humor that you bring to your sessions? He really is a great follow, guys. So you should follow him. Um, but is Instagram the best place? Instagram is uh, Full Circle Fitness LLC. It's very, very long, but if you just spell it right out, it's, it's <laughs> not too hard to find me. Um, and I even sometimes put some some of my fitness stuff on my other page, bibs underscore era. Okay. Yeah. So you heard that. And anything else to kind of wrap up? Any other closing thoughts or anything? No, I don't I don't think I have uh, much to, you know, say after that. But it's so I know it's a lot to, you know, put out there because I, I think my style of training is a lot different. But um, you know, if people have questions of, you know, how I approach, you know, uh any method of training or uh just how i interact with my athletes or anything they shoot me a, a dm or anything like that and I'll, i will be more than happy to answer awesome well thanks for coming on today kieran i appreciate it no problem thanks for having me of course